Everything is based on the teachings of his divine grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, who is the founder acharya of the International Society for Krishna Consciousness. Om Aghinati Marandasyang Karangana Salakya Chaksurun Militam Yana Tajmai Sri Guru Veda Maham Sri Chaitanya Manovistam Stabitam Yana Buddhare Sayam Rupa Karamayam Dharati Swaparantikam. I'd like to talk to you today about unexpected detours. We all have times in life when things go wrong, unexpected challenges, closed doors, people who walk away. When that happens, it's easy to get discouraged and think, I must have missed it because it's just not working out. But Krishna, or God, knows how to use the wrongs to move us into our purpose. What looks like a setback is really a divine detour, the hand of God taking us through wrongs that are leading us to rights. There's an old Peanuts cartoon strip I think we can all relate to. In the first panel, Charlie Brown says, I learned something in school today. I signed up for folk guitar, computer programming, stained glass art, shoemaking, and a natural foods workshop. In the second panel, he says, instead I got spelling, history, arithmetic, and two study periods. In the third panel, Charlie's friend asks, what did you learn? Charlie says, I learned that what you sign up for and what you get are two different things. <laughs> Welcome to life. <laughs> what you sign up and what you get are often two very different things. How do you respond to unexpected disappointments, sudden change in your plans? How you respond will, in large part, depend on how much trust you have in Krishna or God and your commitment to place your life in God's hand, to let Krishna use you as his instrument in this world. We don't understand why it happened. Doesn't make sense to us. The door closed, that was wrong. They lied about me, that was wrong. The pandemic hit true just when my business started. That wasn't right. I know it seems unfair. I know it certainly doesn't feel good. But sometimes the wrongs are necessary to get you to the rights. Part of God's plan. You couldn't become who you were created to be without the wrongs in your life. And if you don't understand this, what are you going to do? You're going to fight. Everything goes wrong. Upset over that co-worker who left you out of the meeting. Bitter because of that person who walked away. Discouraged over the plan that fell through. But what if you knew that it had to happen? That Krishna was using the wrongs. That what you thought was a setback is a divine detour. Then I dare to say, you'd probably stay in peace. <laughs> you'd think, Krishna, I don't understand it. Feels wrong to me, but heck, I trust you. I know you're ordaining my steps. I know that you know What's best for me? What you can't see is all these wrongs are leading to a right. The wrongs are necessary to get you into your purpose. Without the betrayals, the rejections, we just wouldn't reach our destiny. It wasn't the enemy leading us into the wrongs. Just the opposite. It was the hand of God. 
Now, at this point, I'd love to tell you that if you honor God or Krishna, keep him first place, then you'll only see favor, promotion, and good breaks. But Charlie Brown, that's not reality. Krishna uses the wrong, just like he uses the open doors, he uses the closed doors as well. So you can count on it, whether you're a God-centered person or not, there's no exemptions. You will see delays, setbacks. You will have things happen that you don't understand. And when that occurs, sometimes you'll be tempted to fight, get upset, live frustrated. God, where are you? No, Krishna is saying to you tonight, quit fighting everything you don't like. Quit being frustrated over the wrongs. God is in not partial control. He's not in control sometimes and not other times. He's in complete control all of the time. All of those wrongs, I'm here tonight to assure you, are leading you to a right. You have to get through the wrongs with a good attitude to see the awesome things that Krishna has out in front of you. When he was 88 years old, the late Supreme Court Justice Oliver Wendell Holmes once found himself on a train. The conductor came by. Justice Holmes couldn't find his ticket. He seemed inordinately upset about that. He searched all of his pockets and fumbled through his wallet to no avail. The conductor tried to put him at ease. He said, Justice Holmes, I think the Pennsylvania railroad system can trust a Supreme Court justice. After you reach your destination, you'll find your ticket and then you can just put it in the mail to us. Well, that kindness did not allay the stress that Dr. Holmes was apparently in. Still agitated, he said, my dear man, the problem is not where is my ticket, the problem is where am I going? <laughs> I don't know about you, but there have been moments in my journey of faith when I've asked myself also, how in the world did I get here? What wrong turn did I make? Where am I supposed to be going? Now, the attitude that we choose during those very moments when we're unsure of our direction, can I tell you, those will determine whether you'll be a victim or a victor. The attitude we choose will determine whether we quit at the first roadblock or detour of life comes upon us, or whether we have the courage and commitment to go the extra mile to reach our destination. I think we can all agree that too many people, especially nowadays, they get stuck in the wrongs. Why did they leave me? Why didn't the loan go through? Why didn't I get that position? Here's a good thought. Don't fight it, flow with it. Yes, it's wrong. Yes, it's painful, but Krishna God would not have allowed it if it wasn't leading you to the right thing. It's a divine detour. Every wrong is not the enemy. Sometimes it's Krishna working out his plan for your life. How you handle the wrongs is going to determine when and how long it's going to take for you to see the right. If you see every wrong as the enemy, get upset, try to pay people back. I can't believe this happened. You're going to get stuck. When you understand that Krishna God has divine detour to move us into our destiny, then you won't fight it, you'll flow with it. In February of 1994, I was down in Los Angeles selling cookies at the exit doors of Walmarts and Kmarts. It was winter, too cold to do it up here. 
raise money to build this temple. To save overhead, I was staying in a little Toyota Dolphin motorhome. A month before, as you may remember, 1994, there had been a big earthquake and some of the freeways were damaged. One evening, after my cookie sale, I was driving eastbound on I-10, and all of a sudden, without any warning, there were three concrete blockades right in the middle of the freeway. And there were a sign that said exit and detour to the right. But to the left, I noticed there seemed to be one lane open. And I thought, well, why should I exit (laughs) miles before my destination and go through the city streets when I can just go to the left and keep going 60 miles an hour? I'll just skip the detour. So I made that split-second decision to wheel to the left and keep traveling rather than take the detour. Well, you all know what happened. Otherwise, you wouldn't be chuckling, would you? I didn't find out until it was too late that that one lane of traffic on the far left-hand side was the, yeah, carpool lane. (laughs) When I finally did exit, a cop was waiting there to write me a $300 ticket. I realized I would have been much better off heating the sides than taking the detour. Sometimes you're ignoring the detour sign. It's ignoring the hand of God. All you see is the inconvenience, the delay, the longer distance. But what you may not be able to see is that detour is Krishna's way of keeping you out of trouble. Against what you know, what you believe, in a way that may even be counterintuitive, Krishna is leading you on a better path with a better outcome, taking you to where God wants you to go. Considering all this, how about a more relaxed approach? How about not resisting everything? Instead of fighting it, try flowing with it. Krishna or God will never allow anything that he's not going to use for your own good. We know God will take what the enemy meant for evil and turn it to good. But what I want you to see tonight is that not everything is the enemy. Krishna also uses wrongs to move us into our purpose. And if you see every setback, every betrayal, every negative thing is the enemy, and you're going to live frustrated, wondering, why did God let it happen? Maybe I did something wrong. Or, here's another thought, It could be the perfect will of God, but you're in a divine detour. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama. Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Gladys Allward was a missionary to China. She operated an orphanage for children. And when the Japanese invaded, this might be 70, 75 years ago, when the Japanese invaded China, she had to take 100 orphans and flee through the mountains towards free China. It was a hair-raising journey. Gladys grappled with despair as she'd never done before. And after one particularly cold, sleepless night, she faced the coming day with very, very little hope. One of the orphans, 13-year-old girl, she tried to encourage Gladys by reminding her of Moses. She recalled to Gladys how Moses had led the Israelites to the Red Sea while their enemies, the Egyptians, were racing to overtake them. But God miraculously parted the seas and provided a path for them to safety. The girl suggested God could do the same for them. And Gladys cried out in desperation, but honey, I'm not Moses. The girl replied, well, of course you are, but God is still God. Here's a few verses to that effect. 
God is still God, even when our dreams are derailed. God is still God, even when the road's dead end. God is still God, even when to you, it seems there's no way. God is still God when you're running out of hope. God is still God when we want to give up. God is still God. Maybe you have some wrongs in your life. People who didn't keep their word. The pandemic set you back. The door closed on that dream that you worked so hard for. Do you think somehow that when Krishna or God was planning your life, he was having an off day? (laughs) No, those are divine detours. You're still in the palm of Krishna's hand. Now, what you do in the detour, what you do in the wrongs, is going to determine whether you come out or whether you just get stuck there. If you're bitter, upset, Krishna, I can't believe it. I know you promised me this, but why did you let this happen to me? Our attitude should be, I don't like it, it's not fair, but I'm not going to fight it, I'm going to flow with it. I know, Krishna is still on the throne. What his purpose for my life is will come to pass. A poem comes to mind here. My father's ways may twist and turn, my heart may throb and ache, but my soul is no concern, because God makes no mistake. My cherished plans may go astray, my hopes may fade away, but I'll still trust in him to lead, because, heck, he knows the way. Though the night be dark and the light take forever to break, I'll still trust in him, because he makes no mistake. There's so much now I cannot see, my eyesight parted him. Who am I to disagree? I'm just going to go along with him. For by and by the mist will lift and the foggy night will fade and the rising sun will make it plain. He made not one single solitary mistake. So ask yourself tonight, are you fighting or are you flowing? Do you have an attitude, try to straighten people out, fix this problem, manipulate this situation, worn out, getting rid of the wrongs, can't sleep at night? Well, our suggestion is try a different approach. Quit fighting and start flowing. Sometimes... Trouble is transportation. You can write that down if you like. (laughs) Trouble is transportation. It's moving you one step further to where you're supposed to be. That detour is leading you to your destiny. God wouldn't have allowed it if it was going to stop your purpose. If that person who walked away could stop your destiny, then guess what? They would be more powerful than God. That betrayal, that disappointment, that closed door could keep you from your purpose, then it would be stronger than God is. Yes, it's wrong. I'm not saying it wasn't painful. I know it didn't feel good. But you have to understand it's leading you to a right. It's not random, it's strategic. It's not the enemy, it's the hand of God leading you to something more amazing than you could ever imagine. But if you don't know, how to go through the wrongs with a good attitude, trusting, knowing that Krishna is in control, then you will be frustrated. So our suggestion is have a new perspective. The detours aren't random, they're divine. No more fighting and a lot more flowing. No more resisting. Put down your attitude. Live from a place of rest, knowing that the wrongs, the things that you don't understand, They're not stopping you. They're leading you into the perfect plan that Krishna God laid out for you. The art of living is not so much our ability to pick one path and pursue it doggedly to the end. It oftentimes has more to do with how well you're able to change paths and shift directions when the situation demands it. 
The art of living is more about responding with grace and faith when the journeys that we make in life are interrupted and left unfinished. It's football season, so that's a perfect analogy for what we're talking about. Life is not like a track meet where you run in a straight, predictable direction as fast as you can until you finish the race. Life is more like a football game. How many of you are familiar with football? Raise your hands. Okay, so right on, right? (laughs) You rarely see, but you know what I'm talking about. You rarely see a football player run with the ball in one direct, uninterrupted path to the goal line. Instead, he has to swerve and change direction over and over again in order to avoid the 400-pound guys who are trying to knock him down. And if he's flexible enough, he can avoid them to a certain extent and keep running and score a touchdown. But more often than not, he stopped short of his goal, knocked down. His journey is left unfinished. What does he do? He has to pick himself back up from the ground, try again and again and again, two yards, six yards, five yards, seven yards. Hey, this is the art of living. And it's important that we know this because for most of us, life is a lot more like a football game than it is a track meet. Maybe you've set out in the past to drive cross country, sit down with a map and carefully mark out the quickest route that you intend to follow. Your plan is to drive a straight line on the interstate highways all the way from one coast to another. But before you've traveled too far, you're going to run into these signs by the side of the road, your tax dollars at work, construction site, next 380 miles. Pardon the inconvenience. It's guaranteed. The best laid plans of mice and men oft go awry and leave but grief and pain for promised joy your plans are going to be derailed and your attitude is going to be severely tested. Now you can do one of two things when you hit that kind of a detour. You can insist on following the route that you plan to take, which means that you're probably going to be stubbornly sitting there in your car for the next two and a half years when the construction work will finally be done. Or you can be more flexible, realize that this route is closed and you must find another way to continue your journey. And so often, the journeys that we start in life are interrupted. The straight paths we choose are detoured on the highways of our experience. Our hopes and dreams go awry. And more than that, sometimes they even have to be abandoned altogether and left as unfinished monuments to what might have been. And we have to start afresh, not be defeated and depressed, because that, ladies and gentlemen, is the art of living tell you about a teenage boy who grew up in Decatur, Illinois, and he had a passionate interest in photography. In fact, he wanted to make it his life's career. He saved up his nickels and dimes until finally had enough money to send away for a mail-order book on how to get started in photography. But the mail-order company made a mistake with his order and sent him a book on ventriloquism. <laughs> the boy had never even heard of ventriloquism, didn't even know what it meant, but he didn't have enough money to send the book back. <laughs> there he was, a poor, disappointed boy in Decatur, Illinois, stuck with a book on something called ventriloquism. His life journey on the field of photography was interrupted. But the boy was able to adjust to his new situation. He was flexible enough to play with the hand he'd been dealt, even though they weren't the cards he wanted. 
started reading the book and ventriloquism, found he liked it. Eventually got a wooden dummy, began practicing with it. That boy who wanted to become a photographer was named Edgar Bergen. And along with his dummy, Charlie McCartney, they became one of the most famous ventriloquist acts in the world. Similarly, the reasons that our plans don't always work out in life is they're sometimes too small. What God has in mind for your future is bigger, better, more rewarding than what you have in mind. Now, there may be things in your life right now that you're disappointed over that weren't fair, that you don't understand. Can I tell you, one day you're going to look back and say, it had to happen. They had to say no. That door had to close. That betrayal was necessary. All those things had to go wrong. Why? So that I could get to the right place. It's not just a detour. It's a divine detour. The hand of God ordering your steps. Devaki, we read in the Srimad Bhagavatam 5,000 years ago. She was a beautiful princess just married to a young man named Vasudev. Just imagine how excited she was. It was her wedding day. She was being driven by her brother Kamsa to her new home. Vasudev was a great catch, good-looking, fine, upstanding man. This was the best day of her life. And then a voice came out of the sky prophesying that Devaki's eighth son would be the one to kill her brother Kamsa. She couldn't believe it. Right out of the blue. Before she knew it, Kamsa grabbed his own sister by the hair, had his sword out to kill her. Her husband, Vasudev, did some quick talking to save her life, but what started out as the happiest day took an unexpected twist going 180 degrees the other way. She never got to her husband's house. Spent the next 10 years in Kamsa's prison. Saw Kamsa come to kill each one of her first six babies. And when Krishna finally appeared from her womb, she hardly got to see him for even a few minutes before he was whisked to safety. But was she all down and depressed and disappointment, having a pity party? No, these were the words she echoed to Krishna. Marcho, mitu, biala, bitopalan, lokar, sabam, Pretty interesting, huh? <laughs> oh, you guys probably want me to translate it? You don't speak Sanskrit? Well, what good are you? <laughs> she says that wherever you go in this material world, from the highest planet of Lord Brahma to the lowest planet, they're all places of death. Everybody's afraid of death. Death is chasing everybody. But Devaki says to Krishna, the Supreme Personality of God, who has just appeared through our room, says, now that you're here, death is afraid of you. Those who normally would be afraid of death, by taking shelter at your lotus feet, they are now sleeping in full mental peace. In the prison house, shackled, her sons killed, her plans detoured and frustrated, she's still full of happiness, full of hope, knowing that Krishna has a purpose for the detour. Later on, of course, Krishna killed Kamsa. He released Devaki and Vasudeva from prison, brought her six dead sons back from the dead. She felt unlimited bliss. Tears flowed down her face and her body trembled in ecstasy. The Supreme Personality of God had said to Devaki, my dear mother, you've always been anxious for my protection. But unfortunately, until now, for reasons beyond my control, I could not serve your father and mother. 
please excuse me for my sinfulness. God is apologizing for the divine detour that he himself arranged to take her to where she needed to go. This supreme personality of God was speaking to her just like an innocent boy in sweet words. It is said she became captivated by parental affection and embraced him with transcendental pleasure. She was speechless with ecstasy and remained silent, shedding incessant tears. Now Krishna was showing us through Devaki, you have to go through the wrongs before you get to the right. Krishna will give you the promise. He'll drop the dream in your heart. But if you don't know how to handle the wrongs, if you don't realize the wrongs are part of his plan, that the wrongs are leading you to rights, then you'll get discouraged on the way and give up on your dream. And when you're dealing with these wrongs, know this. God has graced you for everything you will ever face. Krishna will not allow you to go through a wrong and not give you, if you ask for it, the strength, the favor, and the endurance to go through. Don't complain what comes against you. Why did it happen, Krishna? It's too much. It's not fair. No. Stand strong. You are well able. You've been equipped and empowered for every season that comes your way. There's a prophecy over your life. There are things that Krishna has ordained for you to do that he's already written in your book before the beginning of time. And like Devaki, you're not going to understand everything that happens. Feels wrong, not fair, not the right time. It's all necessary. Had to happen. Leading you to the promise, to things bigger than you could ever imagine. Favor, influence, opportunity like you've never seen. Maybe Krishna sent you here today to hear it. Me say, stick with it. It may feel wrong. It may feel unfair. But God is up to something. Those wrongs are not random. They're strategic. Cheru, this is a really big wrong. It may be a big wrong, but that's because there's a big right coming right after it. You're going to see the amazing plan of Krishna unfold. Now, do your part. Don't fight the wrongs. Flow with them. Quit resisting and let those winds blow you to where Krishna wants you to go. After all, he's in complete control. Yes, you may be on a detour, but my encouragement is it's a divine detour. The enemy did not get control of your destiny. God is still ordering your steps. He's not failed you in the past. He's not going to fail you now. If you keep going through the wrongs with a good attitude, I believe, like with Devaki, you're going to see favor that you've never seen. Suddenly, new doors are going to open, negative situations turn around, promotion, healing, the fullness of your destiny in this life and next life, you'll go back to home, back to God. Thank you very much for your kind attention. And the words are right up there. If any part of this resonated with you, please say with me, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, 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 Krishna Hare Hare. Hare Rama, 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 Rama,